0: First year, recapping from Yud Aleph, we spoke about, started from the Gemara in the last year, we spoke about explaining the Mishnah that when it says, Bishlosha et etc., that it really means that he can't do in 2, 3. In other words, it's talking about the Rabbi, plus 3 Tavidim, that's awesome. The reason why we had to say that is because the Mishnah continued to say, You can't learn with only one person unless he understands it himself. If the one person is including the Rebbe, I means so it's only one person total learning, so obviously he's understanding it himself. So, therefore, we have to say it's really talking about a Rebbe and a Talmud teaching to one person, but that Talmud has to be able to understand um, some of the concepts himself without having to ask about everything. We explain the reason why Eindor Shembrias B'Shlosha is not based on uh, different psukkim as we had in the Havamina of Ish Ish or Shmarta Mishmarti. Because we have some also by other Inyanim that we don't find this restriction. Rather, we say the reason is we're concerned that if there are three Talmudim, when one of them is asking the Rav a question, the other two are not going to be paying attention. They'll talk amongst themselves and therefore may miss something. We're concerned about this specifically by Arios since there's a great Yitzhahara for Arayos. And that Yitzhahara uh, exhibits itself even um, when the Nisayun is not present, i.e. at the time that they're learning, could... He could um, have that sir, and will therefore tend towards making mistakes in those halachos more than in other areas. Then um, we brought the brisos, the which brought the droshos of how we know that a person should not um, be dorish in what happened before she just made rashes, right? But after, or from the first day of rashes and on, a person is allowed to be dorish, And so I think we... We had stopped right at the end of that, right?
1: Yeah.
0: Okay. So is, it was a de- decent stopping point, but we do have to, you know, take some of the ideas that we had there in order to go weiter. Right is we were dashing from this pasuk a couple of minutes, and you may Barlo Kim Adam Alhaaretz. So in the end, the drasha was from. You can't learn. Sorry, what was the, the pasuk? Was he shall know when you ask, so you're allowed to ask. Liomri showed about the earlier days. And then it said, sorry, the days that were before you. So even days from before Matan Torah, I'm sorry, before the creation of Adam. But it says he can't learn about things that were before the Shemayim was created. So therefore, we now have to understand we had originally there may have been some sort of drasha from the words of Min bar adam from the day that man was created that we ended up not using as a drasha because he was cre- man was created on the sixth day and there's really no difference between the sixth day and the days before in regards to the drasha because you are allowed to darshan all the way from the beginning of my sub-ration. so the gomar is now going to go back to those words of the pasuk on the top of you on be Aleph. alif hashda galei so once we learned out from those Sukim, of "mixayash shemayim, mixayash shemayim," for what you're allowed to darshan, lemin hayom et shabaro came Adam Haritz What do we do with the pasuk from the day that Hakadosh Baruch created man? The so correct answer is Lazar. Velazar. For the darshan of Velazar, Rabbi Velazar, Adam Harishon min Haritz vadal erikia. Adam Harishon, his height was from the ground until the erikia. Shenemra, as the passage, says, "Min hayom esher kim adam The kibin shesarech, and then once he did the avir of the itzadas, he niachakad shbaruch who yadav Allah umiato. Kad shbaruch who put his hand on hands on him and made him smaller. Shenemra, as the passage, says, "Achar the Kedem sartani, you created me before and after. Toshas alayk apechon, you placed your hands upon me." Amr vikhud, amr ravin. Vikhud says the name of Rav. A similar statement that autumn harishon we haya, harishon he when he lied down stretched from one end of the world to the other. says, from one end to the other end." And came into sarach once he did that, avir he and yado his hand in him and made it smaller. like same pasuk. So ehachi Kashukaiadhi, but if so the Psukim seem to contradict one another, because one says he was from the earth until Shemaim, one says he's from one edge of Shemaim to the other end of Shemayim. So my answer is both of them are the same Shir. So in other words, it's the same length from one end of the world to the other as it is from the earth until Shemayim, says Rashi. The and Napkalon Min or Shemayim. And we learn from there that you can't ask about that which is outside of the uh, boundaries of the world. And from there you can understand that you can't ask about what was before the world was created. The same thing that was there before the world is created, is the same stuff that's outside of the confines of the world. Well, right. those are the stuff that's also created. Well,
1: are we right. talking about outside the
0: universe? Right, whatever's outside of the universe right. right, is the same thing that was there before the world was created. As right? so if I'm not allowed to know what's outside of the universe, so then I can't know about what was around before the world was created. It's the same thing. So that, that's how we can learn everything out from that one pasuk of just that you can't ask about what's outside of the, or you can only ask about that, what's from one edge of the universe to the other, but nothing outside of that. and therefore, ha'yom Sherbara so what do I need mean, that part of the pasuk for? which seems to imply that you can't ask about that which was around before the world was created. al ha'aretz so, the first Rasha learned from Haaretz ulemiksaya shemaim, from the earth to the sky. Al Haaretz ha'yah umegiel shemaim, he's on the earth and he reaches to the sky. Ahavre kedem tartani, shtei pa sartani created me twice, techila gavoah, first created me high, ulvasov shuffle, and then afterwards low. Misofa ulam bat sofo, kishahaya shokhev, when he would lie down, haia roshul mizrach ragol the marathon. His head was in the east and his feet were in the west says Tosfos. The distance from one end of the world to the other is how long it would take to walk in 150 years. 500. Five, sorry. 500 years. There you go. Right, it's a 500 year walk. Shademar says, Shakai, the word Shakai means the name Shakai, Shah Dai, Shallah of the Kodesh Baruch who told the world enough that it shouldn't be wider than it was. Shunemar's Apostlech says, Ani keel shakai pray revei. Ani shemartidai The That name of shakai means I who told the world that it was enough. The V'teimmon, it's a wonder. Minalach ha Shayish top kuf shana lo yosef lo pachos. How do we know that it's exactly 500 years walking, no more and no less? Right? It doesn't say... Clearly in the Apostle, I mean, in that drasha, all we see is that a was, it was a certain amount, and a Apostle said, no more. It doesn't tell us what that amount was. Somehow the Gemara has this Kabbalah that it was 500 years of walking. V'yishlomer, you could say, min shakai, you could learn it out from the word shakai. the yishkemo o'stios, because there's three letters in that word. Shin daled yud. Kach yud nun, lamid tof. So, if you take those letters, which are the hidden letters, or the hidden parts of the letters of Shakai, right? in other words, take the Shin, so the Shin is what you see when you write a Shin, but it's red Shin. So, you have the Yod and the Nun, which are not seen, that's called the Nelam. We have that for each of those three letters. The Yala Tav Kuf, and the Gemati of that is 500. Now we're gonna ask the question, not really to what we set up until now, I mean that uh you know directly discussing that five hundred year part. according to that sheeta over there, that Kulo the entire world is underneath one star. how do we see all of those stars in the sky? Right, one star should take up the whole sky. The Ishmafarsham, so we could say, shall Yam hein omdim. They're on top of the Yamukainas, which is right, the ocean. Okainas, I think, generally refers to the Atlantic, but I don't know if it's, it's Labdafka, I think, in this situation. right? So it's all the stars on top of the ocean, which would seem to imply that the inhabited area of the earth is underneath one star, and then there's the ocean, which could have many stars on top of it. The Yishma for... Where is it? Kidamreena perikida rebelioz. There's a We say in There's a call of shiurim onemru. Rak shar yamim. That all shiurim are said only about other oceans. Avayam okainis. But the Atlantic Ocean. Boru so yodayam idas. only Akadosh Baruch who knows how big it is. It's so big. Okay. They believe there's only one ocean. Right. That's saying we're... Well, I believe, generally refers to the Atlantic Ocean. Right? But again, over here in this situation. Right before... Understand that the way we would look at the map, we would probably they would we would probably be referring to both Atlantic and the Pacific as one ocean. Yeah. And uh, you know the Americas is like an island, I guess. I don't know. I'm not 100 sure. But the point is, it's a very large ocean, which is much more than the settled land, and therefore there could be many stars above it. Now it seems like, according to Tostes Havamina, again it wouldn't really work with the way we understand the map, is that each star is that big, right? Each star is as big as what would take up the entire area over all of the inhabited land right and we could look up and we see millions of stars It's because one of those stars is directly above the rest are over the ocean because ocean is right like amy dosso right, right. it goes on forever right? so therefore there could be millions of stars even though each star is as big as an entire you know eurasian continent together right with africa nevertheless but there could be you know a million times that amount in the ocean However, in a different midrash, we find it says, olam One third of the world is oceans. Shemar's pasuk says, Sorry, when we say a third of the world is an ocean, that refers to the Atlantic Ocean. All right? So words, it's not limitless. It's one third of the world. I'm not sure that's referring to it. It's some sort of Pait who wrote Piyutim. He wrote in the Yotzer, Zahayam Shlisholomo. This ocean is a third of the world. Vimeyavishish and Which makes it 166 years of walking. Right? Plus a little bit more. Right? That would be one third of 500. Seamun. I'm not sure what Simun means. Maybe it's just he's saying that's the end of the quote from the Yotzer. Mm-hmm. Okay, so according to that, we now we no longer can say that there's all these massive stars that are just on the top of the expanse of the ocean, because the expanse of the ocean, although it's very large, is not any larger than the inhabited land. In fact, it's smaller. So you have to say, The Gemar of which says that the stars are so big, has to hold that the ocean is limitless. According to the sheet of the ocean is smaller, so he's going to have to hold that the stars are smaller. Right? Otherwise, you can see them all. You could say, though, that the Gemara M'sachem is talking only about the Mazalus of the Gilgal, but other stars which are are, are much smaller, and therefore there could be many of them on top of the ocean. The, the Gilgal is like the they understand. You know, they understand the the way that the Rishonim speak about it is that the The mazolos, the stars of the mazolos, are like set on a wheel that turns around in the sky. So the Gilgal is that the place where the stars are, you know, attached to, which then rotates. And that, you know, creates the rotation of the mazolos. Right, but the other stars don't rotate necessarily the same way as the mazolos. And they would, they're completely different bria, and they're much smaller. If you have a million of them, they might be very small. I still don't really 100% understand how this answers the question because there are 12 mazolos and even if even if the kavan of ptosis is that there's like one main star for each mazel and that one star is you know as big as the entire world so how are we going to get 12 mazolos in the sky right you can't see all them at once you can only see six so it's only half the half the mazolos but still six stars in the sky have to be over what i mean one of them is over all the inhabited land and then there's the ocean is smaller according to that uh that Yodser. So you know where where all the how do all those stars stand there? It doesn't doesn't seem like it fully explains um does not seem like it fully explains the question. Belini Yashiv, I think that we can answer it as follows. Well, that cult osimadrashim, Shaheen we can answer all the Medrashim that they they all agree. Shayim Tulivikas Rachia, who God will have arts that the truth is the keep of the Rakia the dome of the sky is much bigger than the earth that's underneath it im hayanim zukazu if you would stretch out the sky and lay it flat on the earth lafi based on how the the earth is Bo eight you can see that this is true because olma matuach al haretz k'man kipa govoa beemsa chatofis kifli kafiyem im hayanim tach be kav haretz if you take a tent which is spread out over the earth like a dome because it's high up in the middle. And then you want to flatten it, right? That the area would take up is much more than the ground that's underneath the dome, right? Because you have the, you know, also the part that goes up. So um, now, how much more? I mean, right, as we're saying, it's like almost like millions more, right? But it could be that toes is also really. And He doesn't. It's not so explicit, but the way I would have explained it is that the the dome of the Rakia, is also, you know, extends much further than the sides of the Earth. Also on the side, okay, so it's not just that it's higher up in the middle and it comes down. Like you say, here's the Earth that just is like this. In which case it would be maybe I don't know less than three times the size of the, of the Earth. Let's say. Let I me mean, say it's three dimensional. It's so maybe even up to, up to I don't know eight times. Let's say, uh, that would not answer up for millions and millions of stars. Right, but, it also, it really oh, extends, oh. you know, all the way over here. So, it ends up being... Also, how high does it go up? I'm saying, uh, uh, it could be from here, or here, or here. Well, according yeah. to what we said in Kamara, it goes up as high as the width of the Earth. Mm-hmm. Okay, so... The Earth is a ball. Okay, well, good into that over Spot. here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. I'm talking about the universe. <laughs> I mean. Okay, so... But we have a different parable, it says by Sisera, that from the Shemayim, the stars fought against Sisera, they came from their path, and they came down to the earth and fought against it. It's clear from Rashi over there, as it says in the Medrash, that the length of the star is 500 years Walking long. One end is stuck in the, was stuck in the sky. The other end was fighting on the ground. How could it have gotten into the, to the airspace of the world, came into Kulo, if we're all underneath only one star? I guess the idea is if there were many stars fighting against Isra, right, one star is really the only one that can goes from straight above and come down. The other ones, I mean, would have to come from the side and therefore would have to travel further than this tough kuf um, years of walking. So you have to say, Unless we say, like we said before, that there's different types of stars. Right? There's the the mazel stars, and then there's the smaller stars, and it could be the smaller stars. You could have many of them you know, directly above the earth. Okay. So that uh confusing Tosfos. I think we got the just Next Tosfos. it's all one sheer. and he disagrees with the sheet in tamid that says the that from east to west is longer, in other words it's a farther distance than from Shamayim Tarz. Dilo Because if you don't say that, Adam how would a person be able to stand up? Came So Tose is now saying, like, not only is obviously the measurements different, but he also can't hold that on a region was that big, because he wouldn't be able to stand up, right? Because if he was lying down and he's that's a longer distance than it is from the earth to the shemayim when you stand up, he hit his head on the shemayim, right? So how would that work? And the truth is, you can really ask this question even according to Ar-Gumar. I mean, if he basically took off the entire earth, I mean, he couldn't really. Really do very much, right? I mean when he stood up, okay, in Argomar, so this was right there. You know, but I was saying where you know he couldn't really move around. Um the Yishlomar so the answer is Shisober, Hayaban, not in his might that he holds that he was in Ghanidon until he got smaller. And so Ghanaian is a whole different place than the earth. He was as big as basically the earth, but he was in Ghanaian, which is much bigger. So therefore he was able to move around and stand up and do whatever he needed to do. And after he did that verse, and he was made small, and then he's put into it, and he fit? Okay, so everything works out. Okay, so, stop here, and do a recap. Um, we explained the passage of Mekseh Shemaim, in two ways. Two different tarashos, Rabbi Lazar and Rabbi Yehudah One was that Adam Rishon is the same, when he stood up, reached from the ground until the Shemayim. The other, Shita, was that he was from one end of the world to the other end of the world. Now, those are learned from two different words in the Psukim. So we ask that as a stira, right, since we can learn both of them from the truth of Ipsukim. So how does it work? So we answer that it's the same distance. And we have this tosos that went through the exact measurements and how it works with the stars. Because if we say that there's one star on top of the inhabited Earth, right, so how is it that we look up and we see many stars? And the truth is, I don't know if that's such a big question. Right? I, don't, I don't think the tosos question is really predicated in Gemara. It's really just a question of the Gorm right now that I'm thinking about it. It doesn't really matter how big the Earth is and how big the sky is. It really just makes a difference of if the star takes up the whole Earth, so then where's the room for the other stars? It's a stomach question. So one explanation is that they're over the ocean. That would work only if the ocean is limitless. But if the ocean has a you know, a measurement, and according to the, there's a Medrash and a Yotsar, Yotzer, which seems to imply that the ocean does have a small measurement, even smaller than the inhabited land, so we have to come up with some other explanation. So we can either say that the other, there are other stars that are smaller, right, and therefore there's one big star, Tosius seems to say twelve, it's hard to understand where they all they all would fit, but we have some big stars and then all, the reason we can see many stars is those stars are much smaller. Um, and the second answer Tosis gives is... That, um, that the Rekia itself is much bigger than the earth, since it curves up as a dome, right? so it takes up much more space than the earth underneath, and therefore there's room on that dome for many stars, even if the stars are very large. Tuzis then had a question from the Rashi and the Medrash about the Kochavim in the time of Sisera. It's unclear 100% what his question is. It seemed to me that his question was that the implications that all of the stars that were nilcham were directly above the earth, and right, we just said before that only one star fits in that location, and so we explained either it's a, uh, a stira, a between those two madrashim, right, that madrash would hold that the stars are much smaller, or again, we have a chilek between different types of stars some stars are big, and some stars are small and in the time of the Milcham of Sisra there were many small stars that were directed directly above, he, above the head of the people that came down to fight against Sisra okay, we'll stop here